0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, friends and neighbors, welcome to another fresh episode of Trashy Divorces. Hey, Stacy.
1: Hey, Alicia. And we're back.
0: <laughs> this week. Yeah. The first cut is the deepest. Oh,
1: we're time traveling.
0: We right, are time traveling. Right back
1: to our youths in the 90s. These divorces
0: will make you cringe, cringe. Yeah, no kidding. They really will. These are the early 90s, trashy ah, divorces of Joey and Mary Joe Buttafuoco. And John and Lorena Bobbitt. No, go ahead and call him by his whole name, because he earned that. John Wayne
1: Bobbitt. What a fucking doofy name. At one point, he took a a subsequent wife's last
0: name. I can't imagine why. Just so you would not be. Let's find out. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Trashy Divorces. Let's do this.
1: Hey Alicia, so I understand we are time traveling back
0: to uh, the Go Go nineties. The Go Go most trashy divorces of the nineteen nineties. Yep, first cut really is the deepest. First cut is the deepest song originally, mm-hmm. yeah, by Cat Stevens. Yeah, I was surprised to learn released that. released in nineteen sixty seven. I didn't know that. It's been covered by a lot of people. Yeah, Rod Stewart probably is the most famous version.
1: Yeah, I think that was the the one that was like appropriate for for like my age. But yeah,
0: Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow.
1: Catch some song. Generation Beyond Me.
0: Well, the first cut of this episode of the Uh podcast
1: is
0: Joey and Mary Joe. Looked like things were going great.
1: Joey and Mary Joe.
0: Joey and Mary Joe. It's a
1: lot of it's a lot of Joe. It's a a lot of oh
0: it it didn't go like I
1: remember this being a very famous, very scandalous Oh my
0: god, crazy crazy pants okay crazy town all right well i'm
1: i'm here for this let's start at the beginning this is sopranos before sopranos it's jersey shore
0: before jersey shore right you nailed it okay (laughs) all right okay uh joey small town boy born in 1940s i'm sorry 1956 on long island born and raised meets mary joe in high school they fall in love oh I know. they yeah. young, young love. What could possibly ever go wrong? Not a thing. Story's over. God. It's, you now. Terrible story.
1: All right. Moving on. No, they
0: fall in love, and they do the thing, and they get married. September 4th, 1977. Nice okay. little Labor Day wedding. They have two kids, Paul and Jessica. They're living the perfect life. Things are rocking. 70s go great. 80s go great. But in 1992, Columbus sailed the ocean blue.
1: <sighs> no.
0: <laughs> There's a 16 year old on the other side of town. Ooh. Yep. I know it's 1992 because this soundtrack is indelibly linked in my brain to Crisscross. Uh huh. Atlanta uh-huh. artist. Jump, jump. Crisscross sure. will make you. Yeah. I miss the bus. My brother dressed back in backwards clothes and thought he was like. Right. Did the Crisscross thing. For like a year. Little, so that was pretty fun.
1: Little, little white preteen. Little white boy preteen. <laughs> Chris Chris cross to like Chris will cross. make you jump, Love jump.
0: It. Okay. 16-year-old, right. other side of town, 1992. Funny what links together in memory. It's so weird. <laughs> memory is a fucked up thing. So there's a girl who has a 16th birthday, and for her 16th birthday, she gets a white 1989 Dodge Daytona. A used car. <laughs> well, 92. I mean, three years old. Well, Yeah, You're but I am You're still rocking it at 16 with a Dodge fucking Daytona, yeah I was, I mean, mir- anyway. It's It's making a joke. It's a hot, sexy car if you're 16. Yeah, no doubt. Well, apparently she's a crap driver. So (laughs) she wrecks it a lot and a series of accidents lead her into the complete auto body shop owned Owned by by... Joe. Mm. Apparently she (laughs) wrecks her car so often she becomes a regular.
1: That is not what you want.
0: No, 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 no. Be a regular at a lot of places, but not the... Got to get my car fixed. Give me fixed a favorite again. pub. Yeah. Give me a favorite store. Let me have my favorite checkout line yeah. with the teller. But yeah. Good coffee
1: shop. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Bagels. Okay. But she's an auto body regular. Okay. She's an
0: auto body regular. By July of 1991, the two of them are having a torrid affair. They are sleeping together four or five times a week, sometimes more than once a good day. Oh, my God. The, doing so, it at the shop.
1: So he's in his 40s. Is that, am I doing that math right?
0: So 19. 56, 56, 66, uh, 76, 86. So he's He's in his late 30s. Late 30s. Okay. Yeah. And
1: she's a teenager. So starting
0: his midlife crisis early. Yeah, yeah. Got to get a move on that. Uh, Sometimes they're doing it more than once a day uh, at the shop. They get hotels. He has a speedboat they go on to. They're doing it a lot. He apparently is really good at covering it up. Also, I mean, I get
1: worn out just watching tv right (laughs) this is amazing okay
0: yeah i don't very uh very resilient (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know every everyday sex i guess when you're 16 is 30 i I don't know anyway (sighs) he's late 30s she's 16 yeah gross okay and like you get when you're. I mean, this is really a story of two sociopaths, Amy I, and Joe. Like that's that's it. But she's okay. Decides that Mary Joe is a problem. She wants Joey all for herself, hmm. so she makes a plan. Oh, oh! When teenagers make plans, this is, they either go. end up in college or it goes very badly. <laughs> this one went very badly, and she ended up in jail. Yeah. So Mary Joe's out in the back painting. She's got gloves on. Like, she's up to her neck in paint getting whatever her morning errands done. She's a housewife. There's something that needs to be. Okay. Doorbell rings. Teenager. Shows up at the door.
1: Girl Scout cookies.
0: Not Girl Scout cookies. Mm, Well. This kid, and I've seen a lot of interviews with Mary Jo, and Mary Jo kind of talks about it being an adult. Like, you know when a kid is lying. You just, it's. You can smell it on them. You know, like you're, there's nothing about the story that you're telling me is true. So Mary Joe already is kind of like, this is super fishy. But this kid says her name is Anne Marie and her sister is having an affair with Mary Joe's husband, Joey. Brings. This seems like a super weird conversation. Super weird conversation to have. Shows her a, a complete auto body t-shirt that Joey gave her sister to prove as proof of the affair. Now, can I
1: can I interject? Yeah. This is not This is a stupid uh, teenager. Right. Right, but
0: I mean this is not the sister of I'm just guessing. No, it is not. The sister it is in fact Amy Fisher. Mm. So and I why she needed to have this kind of conflict like I don't know Sociopath? I mean because Mary Jo's like, okay, great, thanks, kid, for coming by and telling me this. I'm gonna go ahead and, and go call Joe. Right. Or
1: something like I don't even. Yeah, I, I have no idea what must have been going through her mind is.
0: So Mary Joe turns mm-hmm. inside to go call Joe and, and close in that the door split and... second that she turns. Amy Fisher pulls out a gun and shoots Mary Joe in the face. Whoa. If she had not had that split second turn. Like, she... Oh, she would have died. Beyond certainly. But instead, the bullet ends up going in by her ear. So, it... I mean, she is in bad, bad shape.
1: Yeah, I mean, never good to get a bullet in your head in
0: any circumstances, but... Bullet's still in her head. Seriously? Yeah, it's too close to... I mean, but so... Okay, I get ahead of myself. So... Uh, <laughs> Mary Jo, very bad off. Uh-huh. Um, gets rushed to the hospital. Um, and she stays in a coma like for two days. She ends up regaining consciousness. She cannot hear. I'm half of her face is blown off. Sure, uh, but they give her a pad and a pen, and she writes down what this kid told her. That she's nineteen. Her name is Anne Marie. Wrote the street name because Mary Jo was quizzing her. Where Where do you live? Who Who are your parents? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Wrote down the street name. Said that she was having an affair with my husband. The cops are astounded. Like the cops are looking for a guy who's committing like random home invasions. Sure, right, sure. But no, this white on white violence. <laughs> so, they're like, holy cats! They end up. Getting Amy, detaining her, this sordid story, comes out. Um, Geez. Amy pleads guilty to aggravated assault in 1993 with a sentence of 5 to 15 years. She served 8 years and was granted parole in May of 1999. She did publicly ask for Mary Jo's forgiveness, and Mary Jo, in fact, forgave her. Sub, six seven years after, hold on. Mary Joe is a survivor and she's a hero. She survives. She is deaf in one ear. She's got facial paralysis, but she still stays with Joe. No. Oh yeah, stays with Joe. Wait, we're we're not at their trashy divorce yet, babe. Oh shit! Did, did, did
1: like did he come clean about the affair and or did she not believe that? Like how?
0: he never did. He is charged, he is charged with 19 counts of statutory rape. Oh, God. Sodomy, endangering the welfare of a child. He initially pleaded not guilty. He later changes his plea. Um, He tells his family, I can plead guilty to one count and be in jail four months. Right. Or I can go away for 20. So I didn't do it. Sure. But if I did it. Sure. I'm going to take this one count and have a lesser sentence. He served like six months jail time. Yeah. At least I mean, after four months.
1: Yeah, that is a calculation
0: that a lot of, like, actually innocent people are forced to, to well, make as well. Well, what the cops are trying to prove, because Amy says he knew about it. And he's like, I didn't know that you were going to shoot my <laughs> I life. never even met the woman. <laughs> I don't know who worked yeah, on her car. Near yeah, you believe me or your yeah. So, Oh, man. Yeah, the... He maintains that he didn't know about what was going to happen. They never really got him on that, but he did serve a prison sentence. At this point, she's away. Right. Yeah. She's off and yeah, her eight year. After his release from prison, things are a little bit hot in Long Island because, I mean, can you imagine? Well, and her parents must want him dead, right? She is still utterly devoted to him. You want to hear something really sad? I watched an interview with... <laughs> like, sadder than the rest no, of this no, so No, with far. her kid. And the day Amy Fisher decides to pull her stupid stunt, the kid was ready to audition to be James in James and the Giant Peach at their it's, elementary so school. This
1: is the Botafuku kid. This is
0: Mary Jo's kid. Yeah, this kid. is her daughter, Jessica. Yeah. Oh, God. So like, she's got, so, like, perfectly normal school things Can you imagine being a kid oh my God. and having your mom... And Jessica said, like... They just said my mom was in an accident in the backyard. Can I see her? No. So you've got horrible. How Amy Fisher only got aggravated assault. I don't know how Joey. Okay. So you think things are a little hot in Long Island. We're (sighs) recognized. Let's go get our kids a fresh start. They moved to Southern California. Okay, that doesn't seem unreasonable. No, not unreasonable. They moved to Southern California, and Joey totally stays out of trouble, right? I mean, you would think. In 1995, he pleaded no contest (laughs) to solicitation of a prostitution charge. Jesus Christ. He was fined, placed on probation for two years. Sure, In 2004, he was sentenced to a year in jail and five years of probation after pleading guilty to automobile insurance fraud. Uh, yeah, that... mm -hmm. Uh, as part of the sentence, he is prohibited from working in the auto body industry in California for the rest of his life.
1: Oh, my God. Ding. So, okay. Yeah. So, career offline. Okay. So, no, in August. Makes me wonder, like, was New York just super lax And because, I mean, I assume he'd been doing this for years.
0: Like, I, you know. I, no evidence. We cannot sp- – I'm not going to speculate I'm going to speculate. I mean, okay. I can ahead. tell you in 2004, he did get put away for auto insurance fund. Uh, in August of 2005. So he gets out of jail. As soon as he gets out of jail, he gets put back in jail because he's charged with illegal possession of ammunition. He's not allowed to own ammo. Um, they found police officers found it during a search of his home. He pleaded no contest. He uh, eventually ends up staying in jail till about 2007. Okay. Mary Joe, in between the nineteen ninety five solicitation of prostitution and before he went in for auto insurance fraud, Mary Joe stays defensively loyal to him until two thousand three. She defends him when he's arrested for. I like this term, defensively loyal. Like, like she really, she is, but she's brainwashed. By right, a sociopath. Hold on, yeah. So, like, she during this time, he's blaming everybody else. At some point during this, I'm not sure what year it happened. She did not state this. Mary Jo, who is on a ton of medication for pain and anxiety, ends up addicted and ends up at Betty Ford. Uh Ends up going to the Betty. And learned there that, hey, this is the life I have. This happened to me. I survived. She got herself turned around, sober, decided to move forward with something that she can do with the circumstances she has. Like, she's deaf. She's got facial paralysis. She has vision problems. How does she support herself? Like, so you, I can kind of get during that time period why you stay with the husband if you feel like you are physically incapable. Right, right. He's taking care of me financially. Yeah. I mean, he's a sociopath. Sure. But, committing fraud, you know. Right. Like, um, You kind of, like, why would you stay with him? Kinda okay, but she ends up getting help at the Betty, which is great. Let me go back in two thousand six she gets uh some facial reanimation with a badass plastic surgeon. her face looks amazing now. this is I will say
1: um both of our stories involve there are plastic surgeons in both oh, of our stories so see, there, there it's
0: you. a celebration of plastic surgeons the first cut is today the on trashy divorces so she ends up writing a book called getting it through my thick skull why i stayed what i learned and what millions of people involved with sociopaths need to know yeah that's the
1: comprehensive title
0: She was inspired to write the book after her son referred to Joey as a sociopath. And she didn't really know what that word meant. And she looked it up. Hey, WebMD. Hey, Google. Right. Um, And had the realization of, oh, my God. Like, apparently her mom would say to her all the time, when are you going to get it through your thick skull? That this guy is... Come on, Mary Jo. Yeah, yeah. So... The memoir does describe her whole life. It doesn't just focus on the events in 1982. She describes how she felt manipulated to stay with a person who was a sociopath. Sociopaths are a real thing and they do not, A, understand, nor B, give a shit. They're hurting anybody else. That's just, that's their MO. She, does a number of things using her story to raise awareness for facial paralysis and gun violence. She did get remarried in 2012 to a man named Stu Tendler. Unfortunately, but sadly he passed away last year in 2018 from cancer. Hmm. Apparently they have right. Still kids together. Right, and he's free. He's not in jail. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, She says their relationship now is cordial. Hmm. Like, they'll see each other at kid parties. Like, you learn how to deal with a sociopath. You learn how to stay in control and maintain your own.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had no idea she stayed with him Until 2003. Yeah, I just assumed that, you know, once your fucking husband's teenage mistress comes and shoots you in the face... That you'd probably get a divorce. Stayed for another 11
0: years. Crazy. Like how much brainwashing. Oh, yeah. Legitimately I is that. Uh, I, I mean, I've dated a sociopath. I get that. I. It is tough. And you really are gaslit. You're the one that thinks that you're crazy.
1: Right, right. No, He
0: certainly that couldn't. Uh, so she does use her story for good. Uh, I would like to just apropos to nothing be sure to remind you back in 1992 when we were all jump jumping <laughs> they were not one but three television movies about this story oh right right nbc aired amy fisher my story
1: Ugh.
0: noelle parker played our long island lolita mm-hmm. in that film
1: right that's yeah that was the the long island lolita case is exactly is what this is okay
0: The Amy Fisher story was ABC's contribution starring our favorite girl and star of uh, episode number five, Drew Barrymore. Yay. It was the highest rated. CBS aired Casualties of Love, the Long Island Lolita story with Alyssa Milano starring in the pivotal role of Amy Fisher. (sighs) Joey Bettafuoco is a sociopath. He is mm-hmm. a trash can. Um, It just yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And you brainwashed your wife, and it's not cool. Like, you brainwashed her so well, it took her another 10 years to divorce you. And your teenage lover shot me in the that, face. Uh, that's, that is so remarkable to me. Like I mean, good lord. I guess he did have glo- his his trash bagginess did have global reach to a certain extent, just because it's famous. But he's no like Newt Gingrich level of. So I'm going to go four and a half. I'm yeah. Did you say?
1: Did you say nineteen statutory rape charges that were filed against him?
0: Nineteen. Yeah. 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 I mean,
1: four and a half. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't know. I five would work too. For, okay. I think. But I mean.
0: Woo. God, he's horrible. Okay, if if he shower.
1: if he was in fact plotting with Amy Fisher to have the
0: teenage mistress shoot his wife in the face, totally five. different stack of charges. Five. Oh yeah. Well, I, they investigated it for a long time and just yeah. couldn't find it. Amy Fisher says he knew about it. Yeah. He participated in But she has every plan. she has every incentive in the world to say that. Absolutely. They were never able to find evidence to pin that right. on him. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. So Woo! Long So there is one of our mm. two trashy divorces. I think we've got the trashiest one for next. So let's take a quick break. Yeah. Take a quick shower. Yeah. Go. Take a quick break. Go
1: wash that trash yeah. off. Yeah. A little gunplay on your face. Yeah. G-
0: Poor Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. Like her, she really is. She's... Talk about using your story to survive and conquer and really make a life path evolution. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. We'll be right back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just a- keep it simple. Uh, I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. Oh. No. Oh, dude Stop with the voice. Just keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here.
1: If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Bravo, bros. Good job.
0: Who are you coming in hot with this week, Stacy? Oh, boy. Um, so <sighs> this one, I... Freshly showered. I'm I ready. Have, you know, we picked this, like,
1: fun theme for the show that seemed funny. I started reading on my story and realized... No, it's not, been a tough week. It's not, been a tough week in research around here. Much more dark than I, than I was aware of. Um, this is the uh, Lorena Bobbitt and John Wayne Bobbitt incident. And his
0: parents did not like him, did they? i mean
1: john wayne bobbit um oh, and i'm gonna bobbits. i'm gonna mention that the uh i'm horrified podcast which i love yeah um, also did they covered the story uh, a few months ago and that is worth listening to as well i'm gonna try to give it a little different angle so that sure you know i'm not just restating what they did all right fellow child of the 90s what well, year this was after the but
0: yeah
1: on june twenty third, nineteen ninety three, one of the most famous spousal attacks in American history occurred. Tell me, tell me. A twenty-six year old man bearing the multiply unfortunate name of John Wayne Bobbitt was asleep in his bed in Manassas, Virginia, when sometime between three thirty and four thirty in the morning, his twenty four year old wife Lorena crawled into bed and cut off his penis oh. with a twelve inch kitchen knife. <gasps> twelve inches? Go big or go home. I... Lorena then drove away. In her possession were $100. John's Game Boy that she stopped to swipe. Because that's I what you take. Don't know swipe what she was Swiper. planning to sure. play. And, of course, John's penis. Oh, my God. So she's, she's driving down the road. Driving down the road. Ten and two and dick. I don't know. Like So
0: eventually she... like I can't drive and hold this dick at the same time. Yeah,
1: so she like throws it out the window into a field... I think, across the street from a Seven Eleven. J-
0: oh, but you don't start with just cutting your husband's penis off. I, w- I wouldn't think so, no.
1: No, That's that seems a- like an
0: escalation. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Okay, she drove to her boss's house. Uh, she worked as a manicurist, and her boss called the police to tell them what had happened and approximately where they could find uh, the, His appendage, the missing member. Police recovered it after a few hours. And following instructions to put it on ice, if it was located, they head into the 7-Eleven. This is such a just killer Where detail. Where is this, Massachusetts? Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Manassas, okay. Virginia.
0: Okay, Manassas. Okay.
1: Okay, so they head into the 7-Eleven, severed penis in hand, I guess. Oh they, my God,
0: can you imagine being that shift worker? They order? get
1: a big bite hot dog box, put ice in it, put the dick on the ice in the big bite hot dog. It's just... Seriously, there's a reason that this was. There is so much about this that is like that
0: store attendant came home from their shift like you were never gonna never believe what fucking gonna happen to believe- me tonight. Yeah,
1: there's so much about this that is just like hysterically funny in a in a in dark a horrible
0: way. way. But it's a dark comedy. A no, big bite a film, hot dog box with
1: Jesus. a human penis in it on ice. Anyway, where's 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 Johnny Wayne? John Johnny Wayne. Is at the hospital. Um, So he had, there was a friend crashing on his couch. So presumably screaming began and the friend took him to the hospital.
0: Oh my God.
1: A nine and a half hour long surgery followed (gasps) during which time Uh -uh. a urologist and a plastic surgeon successfully reattached John's penis. The
0: first (laughs) cut.
1: They really did reattach it? They reattached it. And they gave him a cautiously optimistic prognosis with the caveat that it could also turn black and fall off. They were just going to have to wait and see like this story time to
0: start praying, buddy.
1: Yeah. And so this was like the dawn of, you know, cable news court TV was like two years old when this happened. Uh, The 24 hour news cycle was still a year
0: off from OJ and Nicole. Yes. Like that's, that's That's exactly right. precipitating. That followed
1: the next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, this story was a just a sensation, like immediately, so Manassas is like half an hour outside of d c so getting reporters there was not a big deal. Oh we're um,
0: on the ready, yeah, so
1: it was it turned into this insane circus so he's he's out where does she go she weirdly enough ends up at the in? yeah, she ends up at the same hospital where she undergoes a rape kit because well, let me That's, tell you the
0: story oh oh
1: let's rewind the tape Um, rewind because the spouses surprisingly have different stories of of what transpired i would Uh, like her
0: story please
1: yes let's go there uh lorena gallo was born in ecuador and raised in venezuela in a fairly traditional catholic family uh like you would expect she was petite uh she weighed 95 pounds at the time of of this attack
0: not even 100 pounds She's, she's a little thing. That's tiny. She's still a little thing. That's skinny girl. That's Bethany. That's tiny, tiny, tiny.
1: Yeah. She's all, I, think she's, I think she's pretty short and short as well. As well. So, okay. uh, anyway, she had thick, dark hair, was reportedly very shy. She'd fallen in love with America, though, watching TV and movies as a child. So in 1987, she comes to Virginia on a student visa and, you know, goes to school, takes the job in the local salon to support herself. And she meets Marine Lance Corporal John Wayne Bobbitt, Uh, who is stationed at Quantico. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, They date for a year, never alone. he's a Marine? Yeah, he's a U.S. Marine. Okay. So he's not petite. He's not small. Mm -hmm. He's not like...
0: He's a well-trained killing machine.
1: Yeah, he's also kind of a doofus, as I think the story will bear out.
0: (laughs) I can't wait. He's
1: a violent doofus. I think we'll. I think that's what we're going to see here. So they dated for a year, um, always with a chaperone, because again, she came from this very traditional sure. background. They were just never alone, and he was a perfect gentleman. And so they get married. Sociopaths um, and often
0: are. He's not. He's not. He's. I don't think he's smart, smart enough, enough to be a to, sociopath. I think, yeah. He's, he's just he's, violent. He's a violent, crude pig. Kind
1: of. Okay. He's a Trump guy. <laughs> Shocker. In June 1989, they married. She was 20. He was 22. So again, like, for, for her 19th year, she dated this guy, but
0: always sort of in a group. Well, can you imagine you're a uh, Venezuelan student? You're here, you're working, and here comes a duck. Marines are sexy. Yeah, no, they he's... They look sexy in their uniform. He was he like, was, a, I he can was. quite imagine, the looker. You know, if you have this idea of a Amer- marriage, like, you're sort of entranced, or sure. you could be really swept away by this love story that you think you're in.
1: Oh, without a doubt. And, like, she had... Fallen in love with America, and so here's like a warrior for here's an American soldier. America, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it all, it was all, yeah. It, poor baby. It could have been everything. Poor um, baby. Because during their courtship, he was a perfect gentleman, but within a month of their getting married, he started to get violent when they argued. Nope. And again, he's just a much bigger entity than she is so in 91 he was discharged from the marines couldn't find steady employment so things got
0: worse was there anything weird about why he was discharged not
1: that i know of i think okay, he just, just like got to the end tour, of his tour tour and, of duty was over yeah okay. just didn't renew and realistically he probably should have because like they had a lot of money problems after this mm. um and lorena even at one point which like,
0: never makes an abuser act Tried better. to
1: steal a bunch of money from the salon. And,
0: oh, no. Um,
1: but her boss remained one of her biggest defenders. Like, again, the night of the attack, she drove to her boss's house. Like, her,
0: her, yeah, her boss is definitely the support system of right, this. Right, okay. right. So,
1: yeah, so they got that smoothed over somehow. Uh, but it, it's a weird, it's a part of the story. He's out of work. Things get worse. Uh, John was sexually abusing her. Um, he, would, he was threatening her. She says he once forced her to get an abortion. They broke up for a year, but ended up reconciling, which solved nothing. Nothing. Two days before the attack, she goes to the courthouse in Manassas and talks to somebody there about, you know, what's the procedure to get a restraining order or, you know, what other, like, what types of protections can you give me against my husband? Yeah, because he's he's beating the hell out of me and, and it's bad, but she left without seeing a judge, so... Okay, so according to Lorena, the night that she attacked John, he came home late with this buddy. They'd been out at a bar. He was drunk. They were both drunk. The friend crashes on the couch. John comes to bed, rapes her, falls asleep. She gets up, goes to the kitchen for some water, sees the knife, and just... Problem solved. Yeah, I You know how
0: I don't get raped anymore? Yeah. Yeah. There's a knife. Hold on, wait a minute. I can solve this problem.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she she claims that it was more, like, instinctual than that. It, it wasn't... Like, she claims that she was not consciously acting at that point. She was just overcome and so she anyway grabs the knife goes back to the bedroom you well, know you've
0: been at court two days like this is horrible yeah is no horrible it's story. it's very
1: bad um so the new york times had a profile of her the, they've been trying to scoop me with this all week i was so mad like the alert popped up on my phone like lorraine Bobbitt's story i'm like no fuck you guys wait a minute hold on
0: this is our school. we have
1: an independent <laughs> podcast you guys have like bureaus like when no new york this times. Is my story okay yeah while well, yeah, while John is having his miraculous penis reattachment surgery, um, she's, like, down the hall having a, a rape kit. Things really only get weirder from there. So both of the Bobbitses were charged with felonies, different felonies. Uh, so each, separately, sure. each of them went to trial on charges that could have put them in prison for 20 years. What did... Uh, what did he get charged with? I'm okay. assuming rape. John was charged with marital sexual assault or marital rape. I'm not sure what the, okay. s- the statute specifically says. I did read the statute. But in 1993, 90, whatever, this was a really new legal idea, like a legal concept that a that a spouse could rape a spouse. You're kidding. I am not kidding. It only became a federal law like, like a couple years before and then like all 50 states i want to say maybe even in 93 all 50 states finally had some sort of inclusion but there're still 15 states where like it is a crime to rape your spouse but the the standards are different like like still to this day to this day yeah 15 states including virginia where these exceptions are things like it like the use of force is is a required element or you know, under normal circumstances, if a woman gets very drunk, she technically can't consent, and so that can lead to a rape what? charge. No, 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 but, but that, but that prohibition does not exist in certain states uh, if you're married. Like if you're the spouse, slack jawed. Yeah, it's really weird. But I think up into that, up until that point, the idea was that the marriage contract itself was
0: your permission was consent to, yeah that's to do not, anything. not
1: true it's not true not true not the case and honestly if we'd been electing more women for a longer period of time it would this have probably shit changed much have been. yeah um
0: okay so what is she charged with
1: she you'll love the, i know you love weird uh lo- weird, weird statute charges, names yeah. yeah um she was charged with malicious wounding which <laughs> sounds like <laughs> exactly right I'd say so. <laughs> Three weeks later, on July 9th, she files for divorce. Good. Um, this isn't finalized, though, until
0: 95. I don't know why that was. but Well, you can only tie up the court stays for so many days on your legal proceedings.
1: Yeah. So John goes to trial first and is acquitted in November of 93 because it was almost impossible to prove sexual abuse in a marriage under the statute as it was written at the time. Oh my god. Also, it was weird like the the judge didn't allow testimony about their marriage which comes up
0: How does that how do you
1: So uh. it anyway. So he's acquitted. He's acquitted. Um Okay, this is so this guy is such A doofus. Um, So the plastic surgeon. Yeah. Our celebration of plastic surgeons. Is this still on? uh, John Berman is the plastic surgeon's name. John Berman puts John in touch with an entertainment lawyer. Uh Uh-uh. So Uh -uh. that Uh -uh. Uh -uh. he Uh -uh. can, you know, really make a killing uh, on this. And Berman himself is like...
0: I mean, he's done There's nothing entertaining about him except for... Well, uh, yes, he, he yes, he's been defined solely. Is this for porn?
1: Oh, he does end up doing porn. We'll talk about that. Oh my god! But like Berman himself is all over the TV for a while because, like, he's legitimately. i really a Peanut. Like, he's legitimately deal, done something yeah. cool, but but it but clearly there's just this gross, and Bobbitt is like too dumb to realize that he's kind of being sucked into this universe of people who want to use him for to make money and that it's not going to go well for him which is all right so at his trial john had claimed that like look at me i haven't done any media appearances about this like i just want to move on with my life i'm a good guy i couldn't have possibly raped anybody like everything's cool and and lorraine oh, done two sad. interviews she's trying to cash in on this she's the worst like i'm the victim <sighs> here okay so immediately after the trial concludes interviews that he's already filmed and was paid for presumably
0: poppity pop start
1: popping up immediately sure yeah uh sure. so all of that was all nice. of that was a lie he also had a bunch of different stories about the night itself sometimes he said that they didn't have sex at all sometimes he said they had consensual sex sometimes he said that his 95 year old 95 pound um wife had somehow like forced him to have sex and that he was the victim of um of sexual abuse in the marriage and
0: she doesn't weigh a hundred pounds and you're a fucking marine we
1: call that gaslighting today by the way um so once he was acquitted, he hits the road for a forty-city tour. Mm-mm. Um, just trying to trying to cash it in. Oh. In January of ninety-four, Lorena goes on trial for malicious wounding, and this was wall to wall. Like yeah, CNN no aired yeah. this thing, Court TV aired it. Like this was this was their programming all day. Apparently, the Ukraine entered into a nuclear disarmament deal during this trial and CNN cut away because <laughs> the president of the United States, Bill Clinton was having a press conference announcing that, you know, a nation in Eastern Europe had decided to give up nukes, which is kind of a big, a big deal. deal. Um, CNN switchboard was flooded with callers Turn this like back on. Yeah. I can't believe you've cut away from this trial. This trial is awesome. Like, It was gross. Outside the courthouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Outside the courthouse, no less crazy. People were selling slice soda. They were selling hot dogs. Oh. There were chocolates shaped like penises. Oh. They had t shirts emblazoned with love hurts and like (gasps) Manassas, Virginia, a cut above.
0: No. (laughs) Oh.
1: Yep. Inside. And see, this again, like, there's so much comedy in this. Inside, 16 witnesses took to the stand to testify about John's temper how abusive he was the bruises that he would leave on Lorena like Oh good so she had plenty She had of... tons of backup Okay great she like cuz she's a manicure. she has this very public job so she works with a crew of people and she has clients you get that to she see sees her every
0: day probably mm-hmm. with bruises So they with... t-
1: there were there was testimony about the like just constant like hypervigilance anxiety sort of
0: that's condition you, that's that she lived That's how you in. get if you're with someone yeah. who's abusive
1: Uh, On the stand, Lorena herself outlined in painstaking detail numerous instances in which John had kicked, punched, choked, grabbed, verbally abused, and raped her. So her her defense was temporary insanity. Okay, and the jury was like, "Yeah, I'll buy that." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So she was, well, I guess she wasn't acquitted, but she was not found guilty. The law in Virginia, possibly still, but at the time, required that she spend some time in a psychiatric
0: facility to be evaluated to determine. And hey, that's probably a good idea to get you unbrainwashed and ungaslit yeah. from crazy man.
1: Well, and to make sure that you're not a danger to yourself or others. Absolutely, like, you, a, a jury has just declared that you have bouts of insanity sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so anyway, she spends forty five days in a in a psychiatric institution. Doctors decide she's good to go, and so
0: she... Hopefully starts on a pathway to healing.
1: Yes. Yeah. She uh, walks out a free person, reverts to using her uh, maiden name of Gallo.
0: Yeah, don't you think you would?
1: Yeah. Well, she still lives in the same community, and everyone, like... Still now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She was just like, this is my home. Why would I move? Yeah.
0: Did he move? He did move. Okay, good.
1: So, yeah, she's lived a quiet life in Virginia ever since... This is so crazy, like, knowing what we know about the current immigration debate and immigration law right. today. So, a few months after all this happens, she becomes a U.S. citizen. Oh, yay for her. I think, like, I just have a feeling that with... Even though oh, she wasn't convicted, yeah, with that much situation. of a record, there's... I don't think they would... But maybe, hey, I, I don't know. you're found not
0: guilty. There's... You can't... Sure. Like, can't be held well, against... Well, you-
1: you're found temporarily insane
0: you're found not guilty
1: by reason of yeah yeah anyway uh she brings her family to the states to live with her oh great like parents siblings so they all live to, to this day they all live very close to each other she goes back to school she eventually uh meets a guy falls in love they've been married for like 20 years Aww, uh, nice. they've got a teenage daughter great in 2007 she started a foundation to help other survivors of domestic oh, violence good for her Yay, yeah. yay. So now let's talk about Trashbag John, like this doofus that young, like 19 year old Lorena <sighs>
0: right.
1: agreed to marry. What a dick. So I recall this guy being really like in the headlines a lot in the 90s, mm-hmm. but like always as the butt of a joke. Yeah. Just always. There was this is just not someone anyone respected. And that was always very clear. So but he also it's not like he was portrayed as a domestic abuser, which he he should have been should have been. And it's not like the evidence for that didn't get stronger and stronger with each passing year. So he's just this like laughably pathetic guy who had had his dick cut off and reattached like that was that was like how he was portrayed. So he moves to Vegas, which is sure he does. Totally a good life choice. Hey, you're in the entertainment biz. Yeah. And uh, Ron Jeremy is like, hey, dude, like oh, no. porn star Ron Jeremy, the hedgehog, is like, hey, <laughs> have I got an idea for you? So no. in uh, the fall of 94, they release John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut. Oh, my God. Which is apparently one of the best selling adult films of all time. <gasps>
0: no.
1: But again, super doofus loses money on it.
0: How do you-
1: Everybody else made money. <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt did not. In case you're still wondering if this is a he said, she said thing around the same time he was convicted of misdemeanor domestic battery against his girlfriend no. at the time.
0: <laughs>
1: so he kind of becomes um, a
0: recurring a caricature of himself.
1: Well, yeah, but he also becomes a recurring uh, caricature on the uh, Howard Stern radio show. Oh, no. And at some point Stern offers to pay him to get penis enlargement surgery. Like like Stern will pay for it. Howard Stern. So he does, because again, this guy's a doofus. The surgery didn't go right. Like one of the articles I read quoted somebody as saying, like, with this kind of surgery, you can do length, or you can do width. You can't. You can't do both. And he tried. This leads to another porn flick, another (gasps) Ron Jeremy joint called Franken Penis. I will admit that I did a Google image search of that phrase and nothing. Um, I was just... Anyway, I still don't know quite what Franken-penis looks like, which is fine.
0: Which is fine. Which <laughs> is fine.
1: But apparently that was a, a good descriptor for what he was left with. Um, I, a, another a, a boss. Yeah, so he gets a job at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch brothel in Nevada. Oh, well, sure. The boss there said... Yeah, the girl said that his dick looks a little like a dented Red Bull can. Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to process it, and I'm horrified at myself. I'm trying to do it. Well, and so like the
1: dude who hi- the brothel owner hires him because he's John Wayne Bobbitt, and he knows that as soon as the press hears that John Wayne Bobbitt works at a brothel, people are gonna flock to. Yeah. yeah. So sure enough, the press swoops in because again, like, kind of funny, right? Like. Weird, bizarre, funny, and John Bobbitt's like, "Yeah, I really miss Lorena. I really wish that we could get back together." Oh,
0: hell no! Right?
1: Hell no! <laughs> so he ends up fired from the brothel because the boss is like, "Dude, she cut your dick off. You don't apologize I tell you to, to grow her." Don't a set, but yeah, like, which is also just a bizarre. I don't oh know. oh My God. Um, 99, oh, he yeah. gets five years probation for attempted grand larceny. and what? And a few months later, he's found guilty of harassing an ex-girlfriend. He appears on WWE Monday Night Raw. He becomes a knife thrower in the Jim Rose Circus oh, for a God. while. He tries to get a toehold in reality TV, which is like the only career path that makes sense for this guy at this point. And he's charged with battering his third wife. Um, in 2014... He breaks his neck in a car accident, which he survives and he seemingly recovers from. And so now he lives off of a settlement from the case. Like, he's just a, it's like a 50-ish.
0: Sad, sad man.
1: Year old. Yeah, dude who lives in North Vegas. He spends his, his career path. So there's some story that a billionaire buried a case of. Money or gold or treasure, basically, in the Rocky Mountains. So big, Doofy is out looking for it. Doofy spends his time wandering around the Rocky Mountains looking for this guy's. I am sack of gold, and his big dream is that
0: he'll s- sack of gold.
1: Well, ah, so his big dream it. though is that he finds it, and because he really is, he's a big Trump supporter, and that the president invites him to the White House
0: to congratulate him. That's. Apparently, the dream of John Wayne Bobbitt. I mean, probably if you, after the Covington behavior, just reminded the president about all of your previous bad behavior, he didn't invite you over so for some hamburgers. Possibly so. Um, so well, what is she up to?
1: She has been in the news a bit lately. Uh, as the Yeah.
0: Thanks, yeah. New York Times. Thanks, New York Times. No, but she's got a special or something Jordan, coming up? Yeah.
1: Jordan Peele is producing a four-part documentary. Uh, that will be on Amazon Prime starting February 15th, so just a couple weeks from now. Oh, fantastic. It's called Lorena, and it it, it is... Apparently, both of them are interviewed in this, but it, it is a conscious effort to tell her story and not just the Good. weird story sure. of, like, dick in a field in a Whatever hot dog he, box his, on ice. Yeah. So the New York Times piece... And there were, there were others. There, there was a big Vanity Fair piece, Rolling Stone. I found a bunch of like contemporary from 1993 articles. We'll put all this on trashydivorces.com. But the New York Times piece had a line really late in it that I thought kind of summarized just how weird. like This whole story was much darker than, Absolutely. than I had realized. And... You know, I just wanted to make a little comedy podcast where we use divorce as a foil to, like, point out, you know, oddities. This, you know, is pretty grim. No, these so, are your 90s trashy divorces. Yeah, so the New York Times, the the writer for the Times, wrote, It occurred to me that there would be no documentary, no Bobbit jokes, or permanent place in popular culture had John severed some vital piece of Lorena. Uh so that is uh ugh,
0: that is it's entirely true. Yeah. This no is it's not Are you okay. Ugly. You're you're pulling at me. You're tearing up a little. I don't know what you're talking about. You all right? I'm fine. No. I don't poor know. Kid. Yeah, like, I don't know
1: where to like John <laughs> like I feel like John has to get five trash cans cuz like the He's a domestic abuser.
0: Intimate partner violence is a real thing. It is a real thing. We'll he, link to he, some stats. Like, if you are a victim of intimate partner violence, like, it, it's was statistically. Is it, it the hotline.org? Was yeah, that the website we'll, you sent me? We'll post um, some help resources and some stats because it's legitimately a you know, thing. one
1: thing I. So, I, I clicked through, and one of the menu items is basically like, is this abuse? Which I think is a really like I think a lot of people don't realize that mm-hmm. the behavior that they have if you're been getting acclimated gaslit, to, that's yeah, exactly right. Um, so anyway, yeah, complicated. I really I thought this I thought they were just gonna be funny stories, but no, we've got a person shot in the face. <laughs> we've got I mean, these are your nineties, dude. 90s literally dismembered abortions. and then remembered and now he's just like literally stomping around the mountains hunting for gold hunting for gold so that wow. Donald Trump pats him on the head
0: John Wayne I I'm, I'm going to call it a 5 Shh, I'm with you 5 trash cans done he's pretty bad yeah he's pretty bad yeah maybe next week we come back with something a little bit more old hollywood and glamorous that isn't quite as sad something... divorce is sad yeah Unless i mean that's right and and if these... you're married to a sociopath get the fuck out and get divorced
1: yeah these particular like it's just like I don't I don't want to downplay the like if you only go for laughs which you can totally you can tell this story just for laughs but if you only
0: do you miss you miss the you miss what's important about it so
1: anyway it's been it's been a it's been a bit of a writing challenge this week and hopefully I've not been horribly unfair I don't know
0: thanks for tuning in everybody (laughs) We it was our first cut is the deepest episode <laughs> that we started out with better intentions that went down the. I mean, such down a the sad. such
1: a glib title. I mean, when it came to us, we were like, oh, "Oh, I know
0: who I'm doing for this one." And and then then it was a different no, we thing. We learned. I didn't know. I yeah, because like, he doesn't go around saying I'm a domestic abuser, right? So you know, unless you're in the knee deep part of the story, yeah. And
1: he says he like he he deny like. It, it, Ask him. He's never done anything wrong in his life. He is just a victim. That's how most domestic people... He is yeah. a victim of He's women. He's a victim. Of He's, his, a victim. Yeah. He's just a victim of life. And, yeah. uh, you know, just waiting for a, for a red hat pat on the head. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So next week, we'll be back with two new stories that perhaps will not go to such ugly places.
0: Well, that's the dream now. I'm it's, consulting our list to yeah, find some yeah. some happier, trashier divorces. Yeah. Again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, uh, stay single. <laughs> we'll see you next Don't marry week. an abuser. Get help. Uh, Bye, everyone. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia, by us, Stacey and Alicia. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon
1: community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash
0: TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly.com